Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey, everybody, it's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care on this Tuesday morning. I am your host. Thank you for joining me. And as always, thank you for your support. So today I'm really excited about my guest. Um, My guest and I have known each other for several years. We actually used to teach group fitness together like many moons ago. It almost seems like it was another lifetime ago. Um, But I have amazing respect for what Meg is doing in her work and in her life and what her mission is. And I knew that when we reconnected not too long ago, I knew that I needed to have her come on here and just give some airtime to so many aspects of mental illness that really are not understood. And I feel like since in this space, we talk so much about self-care and what it actually means for you in terms of not just your day-to-day practice, but what your big picture is. I just felt like she would be a, a perfect person to really spotlight the importance of mental health and mental illness from a clinical perspective. So my guest today is Dr. Meg Montanas Davenport. She's got umpty ump credentials after her name, and um, we're going to be having a really good, good, meaty conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course. So tell my audience a little bit about you and your background. I remember when I first met you, it was at a group fitness training of all places, right? <laughs> and um, I don't even know if we were even in the same you know, group. You know how they put you in, in small groups and you mm-hmm. kind of work with that group the whole day. I don't think I was in your group, but that was I know that was the first time I had met you. And that was like several years ago. That was um, that was before my daughter was born and she's 15. So it was a long Holy cow. Time. Has it been that long? Wow, it I really is, feel yeah. old now. <laughs> it has been that long. And I don't think we were in the same group. I just remember everybody was really sweaty, but I don't think yeah. that you were in my group. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a it was it was a pretty uh, intense weekend as I remember. But awesome. but I know that your life has really gone in a different direction since then. So I would love for you to kind of tell my audience a little bit about your background what you do, and why this is so critically important for you. Absolutely. So my name is uh, Dr. Meg. I am a doctor of naturopathic psychology, and I'm board certified in holistic nutrition. I do have a whole bunch of other credentials behind my name, like Allison said. (laughs) Those are are the two that are the most important to me. Um, I started in the health and wellness industry back with Allison about a little more than 15 years ago. And essentially what I was trying to do is just get myself healthy. And it wasn't necessarily just in a physical form. It was in a mental form because I struggled with mental health issues for almost all of my life Uh uh, through natural healing methods. You know, one of the primary things that we hear is exercise, exercise, exercise. So got in there and started exercising and that was great, but I still needed a little more. So, you know, therein lies my training because at the end of the day, uh, everything that I learned and that I know today was for the benefit of me healing my own traumas and my own mental health problems. So, so since that time, um, you went on obviously and got a lot more education, obviously. And now you're, you know, you, you have a practice. Is that correct? 
I do. I have a practice. Um, I do a lot of different things. I work primarily with women who are struggling with mental health problems, who are looking for natural solutions. We have people come to us all the time. They don't want to take this medication. They don't want to take that medication. I don't put people on medications or take them off, but I do advise how how those medications are working and what the natural substitutes are. Okay, I see. So let's just let's just start at the beginning then. Why do you think, and I always like when I have someone on my show who is well-versed in the field of mental health and mental illness, like I know you are, I always like to just get your get their general perspective at first. Why do you think in this day and age, so many people struggle with mental health, you know, problems of one way, you know, one form or another. And look, I'm I'm not, you know, people shouldn't be hesitant to say that, you know, there's like a certain, certain stigma, I think that goes with that. Right. But I also know that, you know, the last three or four years with what, you know, we've been through, you know, between the pandemic and everything else, that it just seems to me like it, it it's almost off the charts for some people. And I just would love to hear your perspective on what do you think the cause of all that is? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, actually, over 10% of the global population is affected with mental health disorders like anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, um, substance use. And yes, there is a, a stigma that's attached to it. And one of the most important things that I would really love for everybody listening to now uh, if, to take home is that there should not be any stigma associated with it. I mean, if, if you had, um, you know, arthritis, there wouldn't be any stigma attached to that uh-huh. because it's something that's going wrong with the body. And same thing with mental health. It's not, it's not a reflection of the person themselves. It's a reflection of biochemical imbalances that are happening in the brain. And that's yeah. what the medications are trying to regulate. But I think the reason why there's so much of it today is just it's a lot of stress and the inability to process it. And when I say stress, it could be stresses from a job or money or a relationship, or it even could be food or um, toxin overloads or, you know, the inability to sweat and, and get out toxins. There's a lot of reasons for it. Yeah. So just in your professional opinion, what are you seeing the most of these days? Well, you know, anxiety and depression kind of go together. I know we in the the world of medicine try to separate those two, but there's such a strong correlation between the two. Same thing with bipolar and schizophrenia. They're all forms of depression in some way, shape or form. And they have to do with uh, serotonin and dopamine levels. That's the mm-hmm. happy, feel good things that come out of our brain. Yeah. And the neuro, you know, I think, uh, I think the correct word is the neuro- neurotransmitters, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, we hear a lot about these terms, especially when we talk about the importance of being active and, you know, people who that's why one of the things that I know I've worked with a lot of clients over the years who've had, you know, problems with depression and, you know, just mental health in general. And one of the first things they tell me when they come see me is, is that my doctor says I really need to be more active because it knows it's going to help me manage my condition better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's because when we exercise, we sweat and we release a lot of the toxins that are being stored up. Okay. So then from a self-care perspective, um, because obviously it's really difficult for people to, or not, I shouldn't say it's really difficult, but I do know that a lot of people struggle with staying consistent with mm-hmm. an exercise and an activity program. And just from a mental health perspective, um, I'm just wondering, since, you know, you yourself have been through it, what are some, you know, just easy tips and strategies that you use to try to keep yourself, you know, motivated and inspired to keep going? 
I think we have to understand what the what the bigger picture is and what the purpose and the point of us even living is. And when we can connect with the idea and understanding that we're not here to survive to suffer and that we are here to thrive and be happy and joyous. And we can connect to that in every moment. It helps us to reshift, reshift and refocus our attention. Uh, depression, in a nutshell, is when the mind is continuously going to the past um, of hurtful events. And anxi- anxiety is the opposite. It's going towards the future. Um, but please keep in mind that neither the past or the future exist. The only thing that exists is in this moment. So the easiest way for me, which I have learned through the years to keep myself in a healthy space is to keep myself in the present moment. So if I'm starting to feel sad, I already know I don't have to think about why am I feeling sad? Cause that's a whole nother trap. And then we get caught in into the, why am I feeling like this? Oh, that's why. And then the mind goes there and it follows that we don't need to do that. We just need to pay attention to the way we feel. And if we can feel that we're not at peace, then the first thing we should do is just bring ourselves right into the present moment. Yeah. I love how you said that because I do think that There's a lot of emphasis because of the way that we live, because of the way our society is, you know, everything's moving so quickly and almost there's this, it's, I like to call it a push pull type thing where there's a lot of people that are working at breakneck speed to try to keep up with the Joneses. Right. And then there's this, well, you know, then there's this kind of shame and beating up on themselves because of what they think they should have done. Right. Mm-hmm. So it to your point, it, it's almost like people are going out of their way to try to go to one of those two lanes when, in fact, you know, staying more focused on present day is what's going to not just going to bring you calm and peace, but but, you know, bring you more joy, too. Absolutely. And we're not here to compare ourselves to other people because we yeah. cannot compare ourselves to other people. We can't. So why would we even try? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're all very unique and, and different. And we are exactly where we're supposed to be, even if it doesn't feel good. We're always yeah. where we're supposed to be. Well, everything is always happening for us. That's one of what's one of my, my things on my belief plan every day that I read to myself is that everything today is happening for me because Absolutely. it is. Yeah. And it's not always our responsibility to understand how things are going to unfold. It's our responsibility to have trust and faith in the higher power that everything is for our highest good. Yes. I love that you said that because I do think that people need to be reminded of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so well, one of the things I do, Allison, is um, when I'm struggling with something like what we just talked about, I'll actually write it on my bathroom mirror. I'll use like a lipstick or something and I'll write it on there, whatever it is that I need to focus on. Because I look in the mirror all day long. Anytime I go in there, I walk right past the mirror. So if it's something I need to focus on, I can see it right up on the mirror, stay present or continue on, you focus on your breathing or whatever it is. And then when I've mastered that, then I race it off my mirror and then the next thing goes up. <laughs> and that's kind of how I do it. I love that because I think that's just super simple, but yet I think that so many people probably wouldn't even consider that. They'd probably be like, yeah, whatever. Almost (laughs) like we tend to look for something that's more complicated or more detailed or more yeah. You know, well, that just seems too easy. I just think that's how our human brains work. Yeah. And that's that's a great point, Allison, because we are supposed to be simplistic, but we have these wonderful minds that have the ability to just like think and think and think and think. But, you know, that's not really what we're supposed to be doing. The mind is a tool that we are supposed to use, but most people are confused and don't realize that. And so it uses us instead. Yes. Yeah. I love that. And yeah. we, and you know, we can be our own worst enemy when it comes to that too. Always. 
Definitely. Yeah. So let's get into a little bit more about what you do, because I think what's really fascinating about your approach is that it's so different from a lot of people, you know, a lot of other coaches, counselors, and even therapists, you know, a Mm -hmm. lot of people that I know in my network, you know, with your background, you're able to not just, you know, advise people on, you know, their mental health, but you're able to really get at the root cause, right? Oh, yeah. And that's basically where true healing occurs. And we can throw medications and, you know, all kinds of stuff at our ailments, but that does not treat the root cause. The root cause uh, of mental health disparities, and I rarely will call them illnesses because they are not illnesses. <laughs> they yeah, are I love that. Illnesses. <laughs> yeah. And on, on that note, if, if anybody out there is, uh, listening has a label like schizophrenia, for example, please understand that well, let's not understand anything. We're going to understand it because we're not going to stand under anything. But please understand that it's just a label. It doesn't define who you are. It is a label to help people understand the symptoms that you're expressing. But you are the beautiful divine source of love energy that's in that body. You are not the label. So I've got a cool invitation for you. Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs build and innovate and grow in their businesses. And I've opened up a brand new community on Facebook, and I would love for you to come over and join me there. So if you are a business owner, if you are working on a brand new idea, if you're developing a new product, or if you're feeling called to serve at a higher level within the health and fitness and wellness space in the collective, I want to invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me and innovate and grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. So if somebody say were to come and work with you, kind of walk me through a little bit. I mean, I'm not asking you to like reveal all your secrets. Oh, but, no, it's fine. It's fine. But kind of walk me through, you know, kind of your process because that's really what what makes you so different, I think. Yeah. I'm very different. I you won't find many people at, at all out there like me what I do. Uh again, I'm I'm self self-healed uh from a lot of these conditions that we're talking about right now and I've done everything, I've tried everything. I went all the way and got a doctor's degree <laughs> to mm-hmm. make sure that right, I right. Make sure I was going to do everything okay. But if you come to see me, I guess basically it depends on what you want. I I can do anything from quick little starters to really in-depth uh lifestyle changes. Um, but at the core of it all, I'm also board of sort certified in holistic nutrition. So we look at labs and we look to see what biochemical imbalances are happening. And we go in and we explain how and why those imbalances are contributing to the mental health disparities. And then we try to 
balance them back out and sort them out. And I'll give you an example. Schizophrenia. I love this subject. It runs in my family. Um, so I'm, I'm very attached to the subject matter. And bipolar disorder is very similar. A lot of times they are misdiagnosed with each other. Yeah. So we can kind of treat them similarly. But oftentimes when we look at people with schizophrenia, they have high copper loads. So if I look at a lab and I see somebody has a diagnosis label of schizophrenia and they're eating salmon eight times a week, well, that's going to you know, be the first thing I'm going to take out because salmon is very high in copper. We want to find out where these excess overloads are coming from and we want to get them out. We find that when we balance these things, a lot of the, now I don't diagnose, treat or cure. I'm not a licensed physician. Um, yeah. I want to make that clear. But when we balance these things out, a lot of times what we see is hallucinations and delusions and the mood swings up and down, they level out for long periods of time. Wow. That's, a, that's interesting. So it just goes to show you that when things are happening that don't seem normal, even if it's pretty much like how you're living on a day-to-day -day basis, that it is possible to get answers to that and understand not just what's causing it and that this just isn't, well, it's just the way it is because it really doesn't have to be that way. Exactly. We're not here to suffer. And the body, all of the symptoms that we express, even through mental health disparities, is just the body's way of signaling us that something needs to be looked at and addressed. And medications, you know, they try to regulate the serotonin and the, the dopamine and all that stuff, but they don't replenish those neurotransmitter systems that you were talking about earlier, they don't replenish that. They just try to regulate what's already there. So if you have a depleted amount of serotonin, well, we're already at a disadvantage there because the medications are not going to be replenishing serotonin. We can do that with food quite easily. Yeah. No, I love that because I feel like in today's world, you know, of course, you know, big pharma is always like, is always like going to play their part, right? And look, I'm not, I know lots of people who take medications every day and they're life-saving for them. And so I'm not pointing the finger at that, but I guess, I guess one of the reasons, one of my platforms has always been, you know, everybody's a little bit different and you have to look at not just what, what you want to change, but you have to really be in tune and not be afraid to ask questions and say, this is what's going to be the best approach for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a big advocate. I mean, I can sit here and give you all the research and everything that you want to see, but I'm always going to say, but don't believe me, please go look for yourself, please, because knowledge is where all the power is. Absolutely. I could not agree more. And I feel like, you know, on one hand, in today's world, there's a, so much information that's out there, right? And it's really mm -hmm. hard for people to figure out well, that's just a gimmick. And this is like the real deal here. So, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. what, what types of, what pieces of advice can you give people that are trying to sort all that out? You know, I think for me, and I've, I spent many years sitting in front of psychiatrists and neuropsychiatrists and psychologists and priests and you name it. I did it all. Uh, one of the things that I found most beneficial for me was finding somebody that actually went through the things that I was going through and knew firsthand what it feels like, um, what worked, what didn't work. It's challenging. It's really challenging. And it was for a lot of people, but definitely for me to sit across from somebody, a psychiatrist per se, who has, doesn't have a clue how I feel. Um, and what to do about it, you know, just, and respectfully, I mean this respectfully, but, you know, reading about something in a book and what studies say versus actually reading those things and going to do it yourself to see whether or not they work. 
they're two, two, two totally different things. Yes. Yes. And I just, I think you just have to remember that it's never a one size fits all. And mm-hmm. just because something works for one person, I mean, obviously, you know, that it, obviously if something works for a friend of yours or for a family member, you're probably going to take a closer look at that, mm-hmm. but you really have to just be willing to do your due diligence and, you know, speak up and ask the questions. And, and for us as professionals, you know, we have to be willing to do that for people. Yeah, we are all so different. And the wonderful thing about mental health disparities is that it's multifaceted. There's so many reasons for it. So the great thing is, is if there's so many reasons for it, then there's so many solutions for it. And that's what I love about it. But when you're talking about natural solutions, you have to be patient because you've got to try different things to see what works best for you, just like you said. Yeah, no, and I love that because, and I agree with you, I think it is. And it's it's not a, it's just, it, sometimes it, it really, sometimes it can be simple, but on the other hand, it's not all that simple. And it just means that you have to just, you have to be willing to speak up for yourself. Yeah. You got to speak up. You have to ask questions. I think that if you are working with a professional that isn't really wanting to entertain your questions, I think that's a good indicator that maybe you should move on to the next. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately, um, unfortunately, sadly in healthcare, that's the case a lot because, you know, the insurance companies are really dictating what professionals can and can't do, unfortunately. Yep. And I'm not part of that system. And that's exactly why I'm not part of that system, because I want to be able to talk to people openly and freely and tell them what I know, what what I've read, what I've done, (laughs) what I've seen work, (laughs) seen not work. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, um, before we wrap up, if you could share um, what other mental health conditions, and look, again, I'm not asking you to reveal all your secrets, Mm -hmm. but what other mental health um, disparities, if you will, um, are linked to a nutrition imbalance? Like I know you gave schizophrenia as an example, but I'm I'm wondering if there are any others that you've worked with or dealt with or, or whatever with your education, like as far as simple tips that you could offer. That is probably the best question of the entire segment right now that we're doing because it all comes back down to nutrition. Everything that's going on with our mental health is either overloads or deficiencies. Mm-hmm. Um, gluten and dairy. If if you are experiencing mental health disparities, lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of research indicate that those are the two top contributors. And it, it all boils down to what's called leaky gut. When we consume those things, they produce... Um, openings in the intestinal lining that allow pathogens to get into the bloodstream and travel up to the brain and they just cause havoc. So we want to heal the gut. Um, Getting those two things out of the the diet is the number one thing that the best thing that we could do for our mental health. Yeah. Any other, any other quick tips? Quick tips, um, staying in the present moment, focusing on gratitude, you know, again, anxiety and depression, it's, we're out of the present moment. And if we can just focus on all of the things that we're grateful for, then it raises our, our mood and it allows us to continue to focus on the things that make us feel good. And it pulls us out of these ruts where we're sad or depressed. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's just, it's almost, you know, I, I hate to even put it like this, but I know, I know we've, we've talked about it already, but it, it almost, 
it almost feels too simple. And I know, I know some people in my audience are probably thinking, yeah, whatever, that's too simple. What do you say to that? I agree with them at one time. I would agree with them because I remember people giving me natural solutions. I'm like, oh, that's, but again, we have to remember the mind is extremely complex. It doesn't do well with simplicity, but we are simplistic by nature. (laughs) You know, look at frogs and dogs and cats and cows and horses. And, you know, we're the only ones that are running around like crazy, you know, like, ah, yeah. 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 No, I love that. And I just, simplicity is where it is. Yeah, I think we just, we have to be reminded of that, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I know I've always had dogs and it's like, they just have a very simplistic way of, of yeah. living, right? They're just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, it does sound a little cliche and it does sound a little simplistic, but that is the point that I would love to drive home here is that we don't have to overthink it. We were meant to be here, happy and joyous. And if we're not, they it's something else going on in the brain. And the easiest, quickest way that we can pull ourselves back into neutrality is to just focus in the present moment and focus on gratitude. Yeah. So and it works. I promise. I, it takes time. And it takes I know. Time. I know. It's, it's, it's just like any new habit, right? Yeah. We, we, we yeah. have to, we have to start with some, start some, start with where we are and just, and work with that, but just stay consistent. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Keep bringing it back to gratitude. Every time the mind wants to take you left or take you right, just, uh-uh, you just say, nope, I'm taking control over back yeah. and yeah. Uh, focus on present moment awareness. So we've covered, we've covered quite a bit of ground here in a short period of time. We've like, you, you've shared like so many golden nuggets for people to take away, but, but I know there are people listening out there that are literally like probably thinking, I've heard a lot of this before, but maybe for whatever reason, what we're talking about is really landing with them. What's, what's at least one actionable tip? I know you've talked about like staying present and, you know, gratitude and all that, but what's one, you know, easy tip or two that someone could start with today? I would say the best thing that you can do is what what goes in your mouth is going to be the most important because food is medicine. If you have depression and you can eat dark berries, I would highly recommend that because they contain a nutrient in them that is clinically proven to be just as effective as antidepressants. Dark so berry. just really be more mindful of how you're fueling your body is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Food, food is, is medicine and it's either promoting health or it's promoting disease. Okay. So then oh, a good way to do that in really simple terms is to, you know, focus on eating whole foods, you know, mm-hmm. fresh fruits and vegetables, eating organic, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. On, honest. Awesome. So nuts and seeds, I'm sorry, lots of nuts and seeds, if you can have them, because they really promote brain health and antioxidant. So all mental illness involves inflammation of the brain. So antioxidants, like in the fruits and the vegetables and the organic, like you said. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All good stuff. Where can people find you? Like, like, talk to us a little bit about your practice, how people can find you and reach out to you. Cause I know that you don't, you just, you just don't work with people locally. Like you're set up to work with people, mm-hmm. whether they live across the country or whatever. Right. Oh yeah. I've worked with people all over the globe, which is super cool. Um, you can find me at suncodes.com S U N C O D E S.com. I'm there. I can do, you know, simple little things or we can go into, you know, months of, of, uh, redoing your lifestyle and really getting to the bottom of things and changing things. 
It and do depends. people need a referral to come see you? No. I guess not since you don't work in insurance, right? No, no. I don't work in insurance again because they dictate what we do. And yeah. we're even, people who work under insurance are even dictated by, by what they can say and yeah. what they can recommend. And I just, I'm not going to be part of that system. I was in that system at one point and all I was, was just sick. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, I've always admired that about you. You're just, you're never like, you're never hesitant to say what you think and do what you think is right. And I have a lot of respect for that. Thank so, you. Thank you. So if people go to your website, then it, it's easy to find you there? It's easy to find me there. You can send me an, uh, an email through there. Um, I do have a Facebook page too, which I haven't done a whole lot with it because I just started it not too long ago. I kind of went back and forth with the Facebook group. Um, but we're getting ready. We're, we're building it out now as we speak. We we just started it. So we kicked off m- uh, March with depression. So just some okay. maybe natural health, uh, mental health solutions for women. Maybe you can go on there, just take a look because I am putting, you know, there's really no secret to what I do. Everything, the majority of what I do is in the lab work. So it's very, very, very simple and easy for me to just tell people some things that they can do without having to charge them. And I love that. Yeah. Well, and I just feel like a Facebook page or a Facebook group is a great way to just continue to share value with people. And for people that are, you know, they're just coming into your world and they're trying to get to know you. I just think it's a no brainer. So natural mental health solutions for women is the name of your page or your group. That's the name of the page. Got it. Okay. All right. So we'll make sure. Well, you'll find that link for people listening. You'll find that link in the show notes as well. So any parting thoughts before we wrap up? I would just like to say that you are safe. You are loved. You are protected. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. And you're going to be exactly where you want to be. You just have to put one step, one foot in front of the other, step one at a time, and just know that everything is okay. And there are people around you that love you, care about you, support you. And there are other people that are have been through similar things internally, and you're not alone. Oh, I love that. It's always, always, I think, just a good reminder, right? Yeah. And I love you, everybody out there who's listening. If you're feeling unloved, please know that you're loved. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today, Meg. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Allison. I appreciate it. And please, anybody out there listening, if you need help, please don't hesitate to reach out. I love that. So, um, so for those of you out there listening that, you know, this is really resonating with you or landing with you for one reason or another, Please feel free to reach out to Meg. You'll find her website in the show notes. You'll find her Facebook business page. Um, you know, I can tell you after knowing Meg as long as I have, I know she's the real deal. And I know there are a lot of people out there that call themselves mental health professionals, coaches, counselors, whatever, and no disrespect to that. But, you know, if you're not, if you feel like you're not getting results or something really isn't working for you, then it might be time to think about doing things a little bit different. So, um, it never hurts to at least reach out to to someone like Meg and just see if you can get your questions answered and then at least make the best decision for yourself. So I've always, 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 every day that I'm here and talking to another professional, want to make sure that that is all to, that you know that that's always within your power to do. If you are looking for a new home on Facebook, for example, at a supportive community, um, please come over and join my community, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. We do you know, lots of different things in there. I'm always posting about, you know, my guests who are here on the show. You can always go in there and find a wealth of information, experts that are willing to help um, and just, 
you know, all kinds of good value. And, you know, it's, we're recording this in the spring. So, you know, the temperatures are changing, the seasons are changing. It's a great time to really reassess where you are. So I just want to remind you that that's always available to you. Um, Even if you're just one of these people that wants to go in there and see what's going on, but you don't really want to be as active, that's totally okay. Um, It's totally up to you. And as I always do before I sign off, I just want to say thank you for all of your support of me, of the show, of my message, of helping me continue to share this movement uh, throughout the world. If you have a friend or a colleague that you feel like really needs to hear this episode, please feel free to share this with them as a free gift from me. And if you'd like to just reach out and have a chat with with me about you know something, something maybe something in this episode really landed or maybe there's something else that's on your mind or your heart and you just want to share it with me, please go to my website at www.theallisonk.com and send me a quick note. Um, I answer all of my emails myself. Nobody on my team does that. So I would be, I would love to hear from you. And I always love to hear from my listeners. I want to know what you like. I want to know what types of people you would like to see me have as a guest. So just know that my door is always open. This is Allison Kaczkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one.